2: Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stinkler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network.
3: What an incredible, crazy game we just all heard tonight. I think we went through all the emotions tonight. First, it was sadness when you, Darvish struggled to make it through three innings. Then it was going down eight runs in the top of the fourth. And shades of last night creeping into everyone's head until one of the most improbable things I have ever seen in baseball and maybe even in sports happen. San Diego's own Daniel Camarena initiated himself into Slam Diego lore by taking future Hall of Famer Max Scherzer deep. If you were to give me at least 25 guesses as to how this one was going to go down, I would be wrong every single time. And why would I be wrong? Because this was the biggest comeback in franchise history tonight. Jesse Agler said it right before they signed off. It's been 47 years since the Padres have come back to win a game by this deficit. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Get, stay, stay right there because we're going to get to the highlights here in just a couple minutes. You have to hear everything that went down tonight. The Padres come from behind down 8 nothing, to beat the Washington Nationals 9-8 in a game no one saw coming. I mean, I, I can't say that enough. I'm probably going to say that a million times tonight. But tonight was one of the most exciting nights of the 2021 baseball season for the Padres. Thomas Andrews is dancing in his seat over there. Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. pumped up. I mean, this game looked bleak for a while, so uh, it it was just amazing that they were able to turn it around and um, stick around for some of the the facts and historical facts I'll sprinkle into the highlights because... Something happened tonight for the first time in over a 100 years. And if you're at Petco, or if you were at Petco and you're driving home or sitting in traffic, give me a call. Let me know what it was like tonight, 833-288-0973. You can also tweet me, at Matt Scraby, that's M-A-T-T-S-K-R-A-B as in boy Y, I need to know what it was like tonight at Petco Park. So 833-288-0973. We're going to try to get to your calls in a little bit. And uh, give me a call if you gave up on the game because uh, it's not anything to be ashamed of. I, I won't bite, I promise. I just want to hear from people tonight. And I, I, I just want to share this victory with a lot of Padres fans. So please give us a call, 833-288-0973. But without further ado, let's get into what happened tonight.
2: Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by EcoWater SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at ECOWatersocal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWatersocal.com.
3: We're gonna pick up this game in the top of the fourth inning because everything that happened before the top of the fourth doesn't even matter and you know, Trey Ter- Turner, who was a former Padre at one point, he was traded. He never played a game with the Padres, but he has been a Padre killer this series, and he was at the plate, and call up Daniel Camarena was on the mound relieving Hugh Darvish.
4: Want to know to Turner? Camarena's pitch is swung on, hit in the air, straight away center field to deep. Grisham turning his back, running straight back, still going back, looking up, going to go. Second of the night for Trey Turner. Three for three with a couple of home runs. This one, a two-run shot, and it's 8 to nothing, Washington in the fourth inning.
3: You can hear it in Jesse's voice. You can hear it in the crowd behind him. This one was looking not so good. It was looking really bleak for the Padres after Trey Turner's second home run of the game. But this is when the fun got started. Fernando Tatsis Jr. led off the bottom of the fourth with Max Scherzer still pitching for the Nationals.
4: Scherzer into his delivery, and a two-two to Fernando hit in the air to deep left field. Forget about it—an absolute no doubter. Second deck to left, and Fernando Tatis Jr. with his league-leading 28th home run of the season. Padres are on the board here in the fourth inning. It's eight to one.
5: I told you—if you're going to try to go in there, you better get it in there. Max did not get it in there enough, and he cooks the ball into the second deck in left field. Another laser. Another homer for Fernando Tatis Jr., his 28th of the season.
3: That was a 433-foot bomb by Fernando, 113.3 miles an hour off the bat about as hard as you can hit a ball off Max Scherzer as it gets and for more Fernando Tatis Jr. facts stay right there I'm going to get back to him in just a second because he did something again later in the inning and uh, we'll get to that that made the score 8-1 to things you know we're just getting started for the Padres Manny Machado was hit by a pitch Trent Grisham singled to center field then Eric Osmer is also hit by a pitch so bases were loaded for the Padres with uh, Max Scherzer in trouble Will Myers he stepped in and walked in an RBI to make it 8 to so they're crawling back slowly. I can't remember the last time I saw Max Scherzer have an inning like this. It's been a long time, so bases are still loaded for the Padres and two outs after a Caratini strikeout. This set the stage for San Diego's own, Cathedral Catholic's own, Daniel Camarena. He stepped into the box looking for his first career hit against a future Hall of Famer. The count was 1-2, and and Jesse Agler can tell you the rest.
4: Camarena waiting patiently in that left-handed batter's box. Now Scherzer comes set. The one-two pitch is hit in the air to deep
6: right field. Oh, no, you better believe it. It's going to go. A grand slam for Daniel Camarena in his second major league at bat. Off of Max Scherzer. And it's 8-6. to
5: Get the swag chain out for Daniel Camarena. I tell you what. Talk about getting the foot down. Fastball down and in. A lefty sweet spot. And the chain is spinning, folks. This is a ball game.
3: It absolutely was a ball game. I mean, that was one of the most improbable things I have ever seen in my sports-watching career, and I don't think that I'm uh, overselling it at all. I don't think I'm being dramatic about that. He hit that ball below the zone, and he hit it to right field, and he hit it better than I think he could ever imagine himself hitting it off of Max Scherzer. This is a, another thing from Jesse Agler. He tweeted out during the game. He has two great stats. The last and only other Grand Slam from a Padre pitcher was in 1970. Mike Corkins was the guy who did that. And then in another tweet at Jesse Agler, the last and only pitcher to hit a Grand Slam for his first career hit, Bill Duggleby of the 1898 Phillies. That's how long it's been since someone, a pitcher, has hit a grand slam for their first career hit. Everybody tonight witnessed history. And I love witnessing history, and I love being able to talk about history. I think all of Petco Park had an out-of-body experience at this point because the stadium was shaking. It was so loud, and the Nationals were just stunned by the turn of events here. They couldn't believe what happened. Max Scherzer couldn't believe what happened. Tommy Pham, he came up to bat next and doubled to chase him from the game. But this inning is not over yet. Fernando led off the inning with a home run, and then he did this with Tommy Pham on base.
4: Two and two to Tatis, and Fernando pops it up. Shallow, shallow right field. Bell is back, Escobar is back, Soto's coming in. It
6: will be nobody as the ball falls, and Pham comes in to score. Tatis is on first base, and it's a one-run game. They were all there.
4: That run belongs to Scherzer, who cannot believe what he just saw. Eight to seven in the fourth.
3: Matt Scherzer is going to take this to bed tonight, and he's going to take it to bed for maybe a couple more weeks because he paced in the visitors' dugout for a good half inning, I mean, for a good 20 minutes out. So this is all turning out great for the Padres. Turn up your radio and settle in because I'm going to have a long list of records and feats Fernando Tatis Jr. accomplished tonight, especially after he did this.
4: Finnegan comes set. And a lanky right-hander prepares to deliver. Tatis runs. Pitch was outside. Maybe even a pitch out. Throw to second is not in time. Fernando slides around it. And Tatis has gone 20-20 before the All-Star break. Youngest guy to ever
5: do that. He knew it was going to be close. We've seen Fernando go feet first most of this season. He saw he took a peek, saw how close it was going to
3: be. He goes head first, able to keep his hand on the bag the whole time. And so, after stealing second to secure his 20th stolen base of the season, Fernando Tatis Jr. accomplished a 2020 start all before the All Star break, the youngest player to do that in Major League history. And if you're wondering what 2020 means, it's at least 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases. He's also the 15th player to do that ever in Major League history, but he is the youngest. And one last record breaking feat that he accomplished tonight, he's also the first shortstop ever to hit 28 home runs before the break. There was history all over the ballpark tonight, and I love it. I'm, I'm pumped up. I hope everybody can hear how pumped up I am. Uh, the, we're gonna get to the, uh, rest of the game because, uh, not only did the fourth inning happen, but the Padres were able to do things throughout the rest of the game that were amazing. The inning ended with a Jake Cronenworth line out, but a seven run bottom of the fourth got the Padres back in the game and the most improbable half inning a lot of us have ever seen from Padre baseball. And credit to Daniel Camarena or Slamarena for being common enough to go one, two, three in the top of the fifth. He had to have a superhero's amount of adrenaline pumping through him. Thomas and I were looking up at the TV, watching him on the bench, uh, just sitting there, and his chest was heaving. I can't even imagine what was going through his veins. That would have been amazing to feel, so I'm looking forward to hearing from him after the game as well. Side note real quick, give it up to Craig Stammen for appearing in his 500th game of his career. That is a huge feat, and he's been such a good padre, so happy to see him reach that milestone. He also got out of his inning efficiently. Now we move to the bottom of the sixth inning, and Will Myers leads off with a ground rule double, Webster Rivas. the game for Caratini. He grounds out, but is able to move Myers to third. Then two batters later, Tommy Pham continues his hot summer.
4: Austin vote. kicks and deals, and the pitch to Pham is hit in the air to straightaway
6: center field deep. Robles is racing back, still going back. It's off the base of the wall. Tommy Pham is doubled for his second straight at bat, and this one ties the game. Padres have come all the way back, 8-8 in the sixth.
3: It didn't look like it was going to happen. I was seeing mutiny on Twitter before the fourth inning, but the Padres came all the way back from an 8-0 deficit. Just uh, I'm running out of words to, to describe it. It's just absolutely incredible what the Padres were able to do tonight. Let's go to the ninth, the bottom of the ninth, with runners on second and third. Trent Grisham said, let's go home.
4: Here's the pitch and a swing and a line drive through the
6: right side, a base hit to win the game. Tommy Pham scores, and the comeback is complete
4: the Padres tie their franchise record by coming back from an eight-run deficit they do it with a seven-run fourth an RBI double by Pham in the sixth and a walk-off hit with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning by Trent Grisham the final score somehow San Diego nine and Washington eight
3: That was the final play of the game. Mark Melanson comes in. He gets the win for the Padres tonight. He moves to two and one on the season. Clay takes the loss. He's 0 and 2. So here is what the Padres did tonight. They have scored nine runs on 11 hits. They did have two errors. They had a seven-run bottom of the fourth inning to put them down one to the Nationals. They The Nationals scored eight runs in four innings on 11 hits and no errors, but they did not score another run from the fifth inning on. The Padres pull out the win, and they split the series with the Washington Nationals. This game went as different as everyone thought it was gonna go. You Darvish coming out there, he gave he was struggling today, it didn't look like he had any of his stuff today, but the rest of the bullpen and as well as Daniel Camarena picked up you Darvish and the Padres end up winning the game for their fifty second win on the season. Just just incredible. That's all I have to say about it. Incredible. Uh, we have full phone lines right now, so let's get into a couple calls before we go to break. If you're there, stay there. We are going to take all of your phone calls. Let's go to Brandon right now. Line 5. Brandon, you're on the air. Padres post game show with Matt Scraby. What's up? Brandon. Hello, Brandon. All right, Brandon, going back on hold. Let's go to... Oh, he hung up. Let's go to Rich. Line 2. Rich, you're on with the uh, Padres postgame show. Matt Scraby, how are you doing? Were you at the game tonight? Oh, yeah, right field. Right field. So you were right there for that grand slam. What was that all about? Dude, when Cameron and I
7: took that swing and that ball was traveling right toward us, the stands erupted. That was the most epic comeback I've ever seen in baseball. I've been watching baseball for my entire life. I took my eight-year-old today, and man, what a game to go to! That was epic.
3: That was epic. Woo! Now tell me about what it felt like in the stands leading up to that Honestly, bottom
1: half. I,
7: after listening to Chris and Gwen earlier, it sounded like the fans were defeated after last night. I mean, that was a tough loss. We haven't had a stinker like that going down eight nothing. It was more of the same. You know, it's kind of bummed out, but. Uh, After Tatis started us off there in the fourth, man, everybody just started going crazy, fans high-fiving, normal San Diego coming back, and uh, I I don't even have the words to describe it. It (laughs) Neither do I. I Everybody... Everybody high five and Probably one of the best games I've ever been to in my life.
3: All right. Well, thank you so much, Rich, for the phone call. I appreciate that. That's exactly what I'm looking for. If you want to talk to us like Rich did, please give us a call, 833-288-0973. This was incredible. I want to get to everyone. I want everyone to get their turn, and I'm glad that your 8-year-old, Rich, was able to see this because this is a game that they will never, ever, ever forget. So let's go to one more phone call before we hit the break. If you aren't chosen, stay right there. We're going to get to you, I promise. The next longest holding person right now would be David, line three. David, how's it going? You're on the Padres post game show with Matt Scraby. Good.
8: Uh, I was at the game. It was electric. It was so cool. I was sitting by the third baseline. When Daniel hit that grand slam, it was so cool. It was almost as good as the comeback against the Mariners. Against the Mariners, yeah, in the seventh inning it
3: was real cool. Uh, what? What's your name?
8: Noah. Noah. I'm,
3: uh, Noah. Yeah, are, I'm are, are, is this just something that you're never going to forget? Because I can imagine this being one of the yeah, best things I'm you've never ever seen. It. Awesome.
8: It was, it
3: was so cool. Awesome. I love hearing yeah. that. That is so cool. And I'm glad you got to see this tonight. That is very. That is very cool that you got to see that, Noah. And thank you for calling in. That's not easy for someone um, that's a little bit younger to call in. I, I didn't want to ask your age, but I appreciate you calling in, Noah, because that um, that's what baseball is all about, being a kid, going to the stadium and seeing things that you never think you're going to see. And then you're going to be talking about this for the rest of your life. You're going to be telling – and I'm not understating this. You're going to be telling your friends in college and high school, remember that game when the Padres... Came back to beat the Nationals, and Daniel Arena hit his first career hit for a grand slam. I was at that game, so that that's awesome. All right, so we still got full phone line. So everybody, stay right there. We're going to get to you. We also have Jace Tingler on the other side. He is going to uh, talk about what happened tonight. We're also going to have a player interview at some point. Um, this the format of this post game is going out the window. We're here to talk to everyone, so stay with us. We'll be back here in three minutes on 97.3
0: The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, bubbly, packed with lemonade flavor.
4: Camarena waiting patiently in that left-handed batter's box. Now Scherzer comes out. The one-two pitches hit in the air to
6: deep right field. Oh, no, you better believe it. It's going to go. A grand slam for Daniel Camarena in his second major league at bat off of Max Scherzer, and it's 8-6. to six.
5: Get the swag chain out for Daniel Camarena. I tell you what, talk about getting the foot down. Fastball down and in. A lefty sweet spot, and the chain is spinning, folks. This is a ball game.
3: I'm going to have to pull that. The chain is spinning, folks, for the show. Gwen and Chris, uh, Matt Scraby back with you here on the Padres postgame show. ninety-seven three. the fan after an improbable, improbable, I can't even say the word, improbable 9-8 to eight win over the... And the, the chain is spinning, folks. Thank you, Thomas. That is amazing. Tony, you're going to hear that a lot. Padres win 9-8 to eight over the Nationals. That, of course, was our play of the game because how else could there be anything else that we could choose for play of the game. I promised everyone we'll get to them, so let's go back out to the phones. We're going to go to J.D. in Poway, line five. What's up, J.D.? Were you at the game tonight? No, I wasn't at the game, but, man,
7: did they ever need this game. And now as big of a comeback as that was to come back from, that's almost as good as going three and one against the Nationals. Unfortunately, we did not do that. But I tell you what, man, you talk about grit and heart, and I don't want to hear anybody be bashing on, on, on the manager. You know, there has been extraordinary things that have happened with this team this year under Jace Tingler. And, uh, and the guy's just in his first full season. Yeah. And of course, he's going to be learning along the way, but I'm a big fan of his and I love his demeanor and I love the way he gets his ball club prepared to play because boy, lately when they really, you know, after struggling, Man, to come back for, and win this game, I mean, they needed, you know, Tony Gwynn Jr. and Andy were talking about going into the break, you know, that, that really it'd be good to get, you know, to play well and, and you know, and, and go, you know, go into the break on a winning note. Mm-hmm. And in the way it started out, it didn't look like it was going to look too good. But, I mean, they came back right away and responded and then made a ball game of it. That, that, that was just absolutely incredible.
3: That was. I appreciate the phone call, J.D. And you hit on something uh, pretty pretty spot on right there, is that Jace Tingler, or this year we've seen uh, a couple different things happen for the first time in Padres history, or at least the first time in a very long time in Padres history, and it comes from a couple of uh, San Diego guys. No, Joe, no, no, Joe, Joe Musgrove throws the first no-hitter in Padres history earlier this season, and now you have Daniel Camarena hitting the Grand Slam for his first-ever career hit off of a future Hall of Famer. Like, that is amazing. Think about what has happened this year, and the Padres have 52 wins. Chris and I talked about it on the show, and Tony as well. Like, this is a really fun Padres team, and, and one game last night, losing 15-5 to should not discourage anyone from the rest of the season because this is what can happen. And I'm sure that the players felt the stadium tonight and felt Petco Park going insane, which is what Petco Park does, is go insane. So thank you for the phone call, J.D. Let's go one more phone call before we uh, hear from Padres manager Jace Tingler. Let's go to John in Temecula. John, you're on.
7: Hey, Matt. How's
3: it going, bud? Good. What's up? How how are you feeling tonight?
7: Uh, Feeling great. And uh, what a difference a day makes, right? I think I heard a few yous tonight. I didn't hear any boos.
3: <laughs> I like that line. You're right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if someone booed earlier today. It was looking a little weird there for a second with, with them being down 8 nothing with you Darvish on the mound. But you're right. P- fans showed up tonight, and fans cheered very, very loudly for their team.
7: Absolutely, and that's the difference between last night with Boo and Paddock out of the stadium and tonight being more patient with an All-Star. Just a good lesson for all Padre fans to learn. Like you said, anything can happen. Something wacky happened tonight, Camarena. (laughs) <laughs> wow. That yeah. was amazing.
3: Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. It was amazing. Thank you so much for the phone call, John. Appreciate that. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 833-288-0973. We're trying to run through these as fast as possible to get everyone in so they can have their opinion. Uh, Padres beat the Nationals tonight 9-8. to Come back from an 8 to nothing deficit. Score seven runs in the bottom of the fourth. And uh, Daniel Slamarena, or Daniel Camarena, he is the the hero of the night after hitting that Grand Slam for his first career Major League hit. All right, we're going to get to all the phone calls, so everyone stay right there. If you can hear me right now, you are in line. But first, let's go and see what Padres manager Jace Tingler had to say about tonight's win.
2: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jay Tingler. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Give
9: you have a question for manager, Jay Tingler, please use the group chat feature. We'll start with Bob Scanlon.
10: Jay, congratulations on the victory tonight. You've seen a lot of comebacks out of your ball club in the last couple of years. Where would you rank this one in terms of the most improbable?
11: Um, down eight, nothing to Max Scherzer. Um, you know, our ace goes out of the game. Um, get a grand slam from, uh, you know, a pitcher just called up today. Um, probably at the top, you know, I'd say, and, and, uh, you know, it's special and that's why, um, I'm confident, uh, that we're going to do special things, uh, you know, just because, um, the way we fight, the way we don't lay down, we just keep going. Um, that's why I'm confident uh, we're going to do special things down the stretch.
10: We saw some of this fight in your ball club yesterday. Even in a blowout situation, we saw guys diving all over the field making plays. We saw the offense continuing to grind out at bats all the way through the end. And how important is it for guys to get rewarded once again for doing it tonight and actually walking away with the win like this?
11: Yeah, I think that's that, that, that comes down to just you just keep playing. You, you play for the 27 outs. You just... Keep playing your game um, and, and these things line up usually. Um, so, you know, tonight, uh, yeah, it, it didn't look good early. Uh, just so damn proud of the group for just continuing to play ball, um, just, just, just continuing to go out. And uh, obviously, you can go all across. The lineup card tonight and you know everybody got in and and, and is contributing and and uh when we're able to tighten the game and then the bullpen comes in and and was able to shut them down uh and give us a chance so um very special night uh we're gonna enjoy it uh but we quickly got to turn the page um we want to finish up this homestand strong well going into the uh the the all-star break and Um, we're going to have a, you know, a challenge with, you know, a couple of our arms down, um, and, uh, and we need to finish this, uh, homestand strong.
10: How big of an emotional shift was that when you're in that situation, you've got shirts around the ropes, but you have to send your pitcher, Daniel Camarena up there because you've got to get the innings out of them. I mean, that had to be a frustrating situation and then for him to be able to turn it around and, and do what he did.
11: Yeah, you're exactly right. So we we had enough guys at that point to maybe get through the game, but I didn't know what tomorrow and and Saturday would look like. And so, um, you know, we're down off Scherzer, you know, so we send him up and, um, you know, he fouls the ball off, you know, left field and then, you know, was able to just – I guess, you know, get the head out and, you know, hit it as, as good as he could. And obviously that changed everything that changed the momentum. And, and uh, you know, we were able to get back in the game because of that.
10: As far as you Darvish leaving this game after the third, was it straight up pitch count situation or is there a health issue going on as well? Yeah.
11: So, so what happened was uh, about four or five starts ago, a little back tightness, everything's been fine until today. The lower back locked up a little bit. He was able to work through that, um, but what what got him out that that back tightness started to go. Um, I guess with the kinetic chain a little bit, it, it, he, he was locked up in the front left hip, and so when he came off there, um, you know, he was kind of complaining a tightness in the hip, saying it started in the back and now it was it, it was to the hip. And the trainers were trying to loosen him up, doing some extra stretching. And at that point, um, that's when we, we, we went ahead and said, you know, we're, we're not going to power through this one. Um, you know, just j- just thinking about, you know, what could happen. He wanted to keep going. Uh, but, um, yeah, he was just kind of uh, some tightness in the hip. And and that's ultimately why he came out.
10: It may be a little bit early and premature, but do you have any sense of how this might affect his ability to participate in the all-star game?
11: I think we'll know more information on that, you know, tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll see how he bounces back. Um, yeah, it, it'd be too early to say.
10: Okay. And Victor Caratini, his hand?
11: So uh, obviously took the ball kind of right off that thumb area. Um, the good news is we quickly got x-rays. Those came back negative uh obviously you saw him in his toughness play through it for about an inning um and then he, he he just couldn't go at that point uh talk to him at the end of the night um he thinks he's got a chance to play tomorrow which is great uh but we'll kind of wait and see but the main thing is the x-rays came back negative and hopefully we dodged a bullet there
3: that was Padres manager Jay Singler speaking with the media after the game, and you just heard that's good news. They dodged a bullet on Victor Caratini. It, it was not broken or anything like that, so we'll keep an eye on what's going on with him the next couple of days. But All-Star break is coming up, so he's got a little bit of time to rest. Uh The Padres beat the Nationals 9-8 to on an improbable night with a seven-run bottom of the fourth and a first-ever career hit for a Grand Slam for pitcher Daniel Camarena, San Diego kid. So we'll get into all that. Uh, uh More as we go along. If you're on the phone, Kathy, Javier, Brandon, Wendell, Lisa, and Sean, stay right there. We're going to come right back to you. But first, let's go out to Coach John Quintero. He is on uh, 97.3 The Fan from noon to 3, as if everybody didn't already know that. Coach, what are you feeling tonight?
12: (laughs) Uh, I'm feeling uh, really good. uh, A much-needed Padre victory, but... Knowing Daniel Camarena a little bit, Matt, I'm I'm very happy for him. I was happy uh, early in the year when he came up and got to make his major league debut. I was excited about him getting an opportunity to participate in this ball game tonight. I didn't know would see him so early with you, uh, Darvish, having kind of an off night, but you know I was glad to see uh, Daniel out there. I was sorry to see him give up that two run homer in the first inning uh, when he came in to Trey Turner, but you know, real excited about it. his grand slam, his first hit, and. You know, uh, I watched his family up in the crowd. You know, they lost uh, Mr. Camarena a while back, and his uh, older brother, Louie, who's always been a great uh, uh, cheerleader for his uh, brother, uh, it was really cool to see him and uh, Daniel's mother and the rest of the family up in the stands celebrate. This kid's been through a lot. He was a 20th-round draft pick of the New York Yankees Uh uh, many years ago. I mean, you go back to the draft in uh, 2011, a 20th round selection, number 629. He was at USD uh, getting ready to fill out his meal plan oh, and wow. play for Rich Hill. He called John Boggs, his agent, and said, you know what, Bogsy, I really want to sign. John Boggs called Damon Oppenheimer, a kid that went to uh, Hoover High School here in San Diego who has been a longtime uh, scouting director for the Yankees. He flew in to watch Daniel throw a bullpen After um, he uh, had been drafted by the Yankees and uh, Damon said, you know what? Uh, We're going to give him more money than uh, a 20th selection would normally get, and he got his career started, but he's been uh, toiling down in the minor leagues since 2012 after being drafted in 2011. It's been a long road, a lot of different uh, twists and turns to his career. It's been very easy for him to give it up, and uh, I'm so thankful that he stuck it out and doing a good job down in El Paso, and and, uh, very excited uh, for him and his family, and really, for the baseball uh, community of San Diego to see a hometown boy have such a special night.
3: Absolutely. That was incredible. And I'm looking at the uh, stat cast right now. He hit that ball 416 feet. (laughs) That was just something I could have never imagined, but that was amazing. Um, What else uh, about this game stood out to you? Obviously, Fernando Tatis Jr. Getting it all started in the inning with the home run and then the stolen base to go 2020. Put that into perspective for people about him going 2020 before the all-star break, because it's only happened 15 times in history, and he's the youngest player to ever do it.
12: And you know what, Matt? Every night, uh, this guy's doing something special and getting people to talk about it. He just, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, down the road, uh, you know, God willing, he stays healthy and is able to continue to to get better and keep working at his craft. And, uh, you know, you're going to be one of the greats. Uh, there's no question about it. I'm, I'm amazed at some of the stuff this kid does on a daily basis. And I, 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 I like to – you know, I kind of put like to put the brakes on a little bit when I talk about him because he is so good right now, but he is still a very much an unfinished product mm-hmm. i mean the mm-hmm. the sky's the limit you got to remember this kid's twenty two years of age, yeah, and I keep telling people he got this unbelievable power he's got this great cannon for a right arm he's got uh, great speed agility. But he hasn't even gotten his man strength yet. Wait till he gets his man strength, and we're going to even see more incredible feats by this young guy. He hit that home
3: run tonight, 433 Uh feet. So if he's still got strength to go, I don't even – is Peckle going to be able to hold him?
12: Uh, It's going to be tough. I mean, (laughs) you know what? He can get jammed and hit the ball out. I mean, he's just just a special talent. I'll tell you the other guy that – you know, really had a hell of a game tonight, and it may get overlooked because of what Daniel was able to do and what uh, uh, Tatis Jr. does on a nightly basis, but Tommy Pham had a hell of a game tonight. He Three did, for yes. five, two doubles, RBI, couple of runs scored. Tommy Pham, people can say what they want about Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham, over the last uh, six, seven weeks, has played some outstanding baseball, and if you don't believe it, go online and look at his numbers over the last six or seven weeks. I mean, he, he has really been playing great.
3: He has been playing great. This was in a, This was really an important win for the Padres. They could not get. Uh, they could not go down and lose three of these games in the four game stretch with the Nationals. Now, I, I personally believe the Nationals are better than their record shows. So this is. Uh, I mean, it, coming back against a guy like Max Scherzer will help you to build your confidence for the rest of the season because not many people, not many teams, not many players can say that they've done that.
12: Yeah, I got to tell you, Max Scherzer tonight, when he came out of the ball game, he was pacing back and forth in that dugout. He, I, was, he yeah. wanted to, to strangle somebody, I think, tonight he was so upset. Uh, he lost his command, uh, and you know what? I want to give Will Myers a little credit tonight, because in that inning, Will ended up drawing a walk. I mean, that was a tough at bat. Yeah, really tough at bat. He eventually uh, walked. uh, uh, Scherzer tried to throw that 3-2 slider and almost hit Will, but that was a great at bat. Will tonight, one for three, a walk. It's 36 RBI, couple of runs scored, so a good night for Will Myers as well.
3: Absolutely. Craig Stammen appears in his 500th career game. He comes in. The bullpen was was pretty lights out tonight. Uh, Camarena gave up that two-run homer, or he gave up two runs, but – uh, outside of that, the bullpen went uh, zero earned runs the rest of the game. But Craig Stammen, you gotta, you can't say enough about him. He has done everything that the Padres have asked him to do this year and more.
12: Well, when I think of professional baseball players and the way they should go about their business, Craig Stammen's got to be right at the top of the list. He's a pro's pro. He's been in the big leagues now for over 10 years. Uh, he's one of these guys, I, you know, I don't know how much longer he wants to – uh Toil is a major league pitcher i know he's got two very young children that aren't even a uh, school age right now him and his uh, wife uh they they come out here with their kids and you know they've enjoyed their time here in san diego and you know i hope he pitches for a few more years and hopefully he's in a padre uniform but you know he's one of those guys matt when he's done he's going to have a lot of different options uh what he wants to do the remainder of his uh, work life or if he wants to work at all. I mean, he's made some pretty good money, but I think he's the type of guy that wants to stay busy. Uh, He's the type of guy that I would like to see uh, stay in baseball in some capacity because he he knows what it's all about, and I think he can be a a great mentor to a lot of young ballplayers coming up through the ranks, but he's still got plenty of uh, good baseball left in that right arm.
3: Yes, yes, he does. Uh, last thing for me, coach, and then whatever you uh, have left and in, in going on in your head. But you, uh, Darvish, he struggled tonight. It's it's going to be okay because they ended up winning the game, and I don't think you, Darvish, is going to struggle like that many times this season. But what were you seeing from him tonight that just didn't work for him?
12: I uh, just he didn't seem to be comfortable out on the mound. I mean, uh, and you know, I heard uh, Jay say you know he had a little bit of a back problem and it went down to his hip and. You know, if you got a back problem, let alone a hip problem, you're not going to be able to get the extension and the flexibility you need to pitch. You're not going to be able to drive off, and you're going to be favoring something. So he never really looked comfortable. And, you know, when I watch you – you know, I watch a lot of his facial expressions because he doesn't normally uh, show a lot of frustration, but he, he didn't right really from the get-go tonight. And so, you know, Jace kind of, you know, uh, you know, came out and, and told everybody, you know, uh, we took him out, you know, after the three innings. I mean, his numbers were not good, so it didn't surprise me they took him out, three innings and eight hits and six earned runs. Uh, but uh, obviously he was dealing with a, uh, a physical issue. And you know what, I, I really hope, he's feeling okay i'd really like to see him get at least that one inning in the all-star game he's earned it and i think baseball uh, deserves to see him out there and i know the the asian community out there they they follow everything you darvish does and and i don't want them to be robbed of that memory so hopefully he's able to pitch on tuesday night for the national league
3: i'm with you coach Uh, anything you got in your mind before we let you go for the night and then you can get prepared for the show tomorrow
12: Uh, No, you know, I'm just kind of waiting to see what they're going to do for a starting pitcher. You know, I've heard a variety of different things regarding Blake Snell and. You know, we'll see if he ends up making this start. I know he's uh, not uh, felt all that great. They took him out after four innings, that last start after, you know, putting him on the IL for a few days. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. You know, I don't know if they've made that announcement already, but, uh, again, it might be uh, one of those things we find out tomorrow morning uh, who's making the start for the Padres. But, you know what, they got the Rockies coming in. Rockies are an awful road team. But they're going to be competitive. We know what they did to the Padres last time the Padres were in Colorado. Padres need to get at least two out of three. It would be great for a sweep, but you get two out of three, you get four days off, and then you start a big 10-game road trip next Friday uh, in Washington. That's not going to be an easy road trip, Matt. You got uh, three there in uh In uh, Washington, you got three in Atlanta, and then you got four down there with the Marlins. The Marlins just finished up a series today against the Dodgers, and they finally lost to the Dodgers. They took three out of four from the boys in blue. So uh, that's going to be a tough 10-game road trip coming out of the All-Star break.
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right, but let's enjoy this win tonight. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow, Coach. Appreciate you joining us here on the postgame show.
12: And you know what, Maddie? I'm so glad the Padre fans are fired up on a Thursday night. Let's bring the energy tomorrow night and all weekend long going into this All-Star break. I love it. I love it. If you
3: need someone <laughs> to pump you up, Coach is your guy. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, you ready? All right, that was Coach John Quintero joining us here on the Padres post game show. You can hear him tomorrow, and I'm sure he is going to be very pumped up tomorrow from noon to 3 on uh, 97.3 The Fan. All right, we still have full phone lines, so I'm going to get out to a couple of you right now, and then we're going to go to break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk with more of you. Uh, let's go with Kathy. She has been holding the longest. Kathy, I know you got feelings, so I'm just going to give you the floor. <laughs> I, I don't have any patients that are gonna wake up on me this
8: time. Okay. Um, that was absolutely amazing game. after we were losing eight to nothing, I was on Padre's social media just kind of screwing with all the other fans <laughs> saying things like, Yeah, we just need to blow everything up, get rid of everybody. Blow everything up. Yeah, you know, just haven't Well, you know, I've been sarcastic. No, no, I know I, I know, I know, has. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, we need to just get rid of everybody, start all over from the bottom, you know. Just to heck with it. But and then the comeback was just, like, phenomenal. And to see a San Diego kid in his first game in the majors hit a Grand Slam, and the the best part was the reaction from his family.
5: Mm, yes.
8: That was so incredible to see how just absolutely proud they were of him. You know, that's going to be something that they remember, he remembers. And like you said, these, and that kid that called in earlier, uh, what game for him to be at. Yeah. Yes, no, what a game for that kid to be at. I mean, I remember what it was like going to Padre games with my, my dad started taking me when I was six years old, and the, my biggest memory of a Padre game, unfortunately, was when I was in high school. It was the 84 playoff games against the Cubs. I went to that very last game. I mean, I still remember that game. That was, God, I can't even add right now. How many years ago was that? That was, <laughs> what, like 30, 84 seven years Twenty 37 years, yes. 37, yeah, 30, years, 37? Yes. Yes. so... Games like this are what these fans remember and it was absolutely amazing. This is why you gotta stick by the Padres. Stop bagging on the guys when they do bad. Stick by them because they're going to have days like this, and you're going to be like, what was I talking about?
3: <laughs> absolutely. All right. Thanks so much, Kathy. Perfect uh, way to sum that all up. And, and yes, you're absolutely right. Noah is going to remember that for the rest of his life. Appreciate the phone call, Kathy. Let's go to Wendell. He has been holding the next longest. Wendell in East Village. How are we doing, Wendell?
8: Hey,
7: thanks for taking my call, and I'll be brief. I know you got a lot of calls waiting. I really appreciated the kid calling in. That took a lot of courage. So it did, it did. Yeah, yeah. And uh baseball puts us in touch with our, you know, childhood. So that's that's what's so great about baseball. You can't put a uh, you can't put a price on that. I was not at the game but I my palatial state is like <laughs> maybe two and a half blocks from uh Petco and the roar that went up was just incredible. It was like uh the Liberation of Paris in nineteen forty four, which they said was the happiest day in the world. That 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 was just incredible. And lastly, people should start calling in apologizing to Clami Fam. They were they were crucifying him and, and he he he's really been on the on the upswing. I'll listen to your answer off the air.
3: All right, thank you so much, Wendell. Appreciate you always uh, bring it when you give us a call. And, yeah, uh, people need to – they have been apologizing to Tommy Fam. I have seen people do that. I've uh, thrown around an idea for a segment on the show of apologizing to Padres players that you've killed on social media. But uh, we haven't done it yet. We might do it soon. People are coming around on Tommy Fam. I mean, I just feel like – Sometimes we're just going to get the flavor of the moment as uh, who who Padres fans and and just baseball fans in general are going to go after on social media and whatever. But uh, Tommy Pham shows a lot of focus, shows a lot of character, and it shows a lot of um, determination for Tommy Pham to be able to turn it around, especially after all the stuff that he has gone through this year. It's not been very easy for him, but uh, the fruits of his labor is coming through and showing through right now. It, it just... I love hearing that you, uh, Wendell. You were you live downtown, and you were hearing the the people cheering as they're leaving the ballpark and all that stuff. I was downtown last year when the, the uh, Padres beat the Cardinals in, in the wild card series, and I remember walking back to my car and just hearing so many fans screaming, people hanging out their windows and balconies, and people honking and all this other stuff. And when when the Padres are winning, and when the Padres win big games like this and like a Padre or a playoff series, there is nothing more community-based than when a sports team wins, and, and that, that has proven to me every single time something big happens in San Diego sports. Thank you so much, Wendell, for the phone call. One more, and then we're going to head to break, and I promise we're going to get to all of you. Noah, Javier, Brandon, Lisa, let's take uh, – Positive Sean is on the line. Let's go, Positive Sean. What you got?
13: Yep. Like I said just after the game was over, we will balance back and win it. So I got that right. You did, you did, you did. And um, I was happy. And if I will give a play of the game, I'll give it to Krim Arena. He deserves a
3: play of the game. He absolutely does deserve play of the game. And po- the reason I call him positive, Sean, is even after a loss, he calls us and he gives us something to be positive about. So thank you, Sean. I'm sure I will hear from you very soon. Appreciate the phone call and appreciate you holding for uh, all that time. That is very, I, I love it when people hold for a long amount of time because I know that you are, um, you're sticking with us and you're giving us the time, your, your precious time. And I really do appreciate that because I know that I'm uh, very impatient. So thank you for everyone out there who has patience for say, staying on the line and uh, waiting for your turn in line. So if you are hearing me right now, you are in line. Brandon, Lisa, and Noah, we're going to get to you on the other side and, uh, yeah, we're going to get you on the other side. I don't even know. Thomas is going to have to fill me in where we are. Uh, uh, Daniel Camarena said that he blacked out running the bases, and I kind of just blacked out in the last, like, 30 minutes doing the postgame show. So I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show after a 9-8 to improbable victory, seven runs in the bottom of the fourth. When we get back, we're going to do more of your phone calls. We're also going to go through some of those segments, like play, a player of the game, and uh, find out what's going on around baseball. So we'll be back in three minutes here on your home for Padres Baseball, Ninety-seven through The Fan.
14: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates.
6: The Midwest League home run leader.
14: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
2: Deep left field, it's going to go!
14: Subscribe to AtBat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Which player had the biggest
2: impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel, San Diego's favorite casino and dining.
4: Camarena waiting patiently in that left-handed batter's box. Now Scherzer comes out. The one-two pitches hit in the air to
6: deep right field. Oh no, you better believe it! It's gonna go! A grand slam for Daniel Camarena in his second major league at bat off of Max Scherzer. And it's eight to six.
5: Get the swag chain out for Daniel Camarena. I'd say what? Spin it, Tony. Talk about getting the foot down. Fastball down and in. A lefty sweet spot. And the chain is spinning, folks. This is a ball game. That's
3: so all I wanted to hear was the chain is spinning, folks. Matt Scraby back with you here in the Odyssey Palace 97.3, the fan Padres post-game show after a... An incredible Padres win over the Nationals, 9-8. to We do have some uh, clubhouse sound from Daniel Camarena after the game. He spoke with the media. We're going to get to that in one second. But you all out there are keeping me company, and I appreciate it. If you want to give us a call, 833-288-0973. You can also tweet me, at Matt Scraby. But uh, I want to hear from you. So 833-288-0973. Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, what's up? How are you doing? Thanks for holding
15: I'm doing pretty good. My heartbeat is still going pretty fast and I can't believe that I just witnessed that by far the like craziest MLB game I've gone to and I've been going to Padre games since about 2000 when I was five years old.
3: <laughs> wow, wow. Where were you sitting for that? Uh, where were you sitting tonight? We
15: we're down uh, like on the first base side pretty close to where Soto was playing most of the game like in the first 10 rows. So pretty good view of it all. And uh, to be honest, like coming into this game, I was stoked to see Darvish and Scherzer. My dad and I were like hoping, cool, we'll see them both put on a clinic. You know, 1-1 after seven, Padres get the Nats bullpen to implode. Obviously, that is not what happened. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you, Tyler, because I don't know if you listen to Gwynna Christ or anything, but I make a prediction of the score and I said even though it's going to be two aces on the mound, I feel like this game is going to end up being extremely high scoring. It's going to be 11 to 10 or something like that, but it ended up being nine to eight. And oh. uh, wow. Where, like where? how many games have you been to a lot of games this season? Like, can you give me a little insight as to how the stadium was during that grand slam? Because I wasn't there. And... It. Go ahead. Yeah.
15: Uh, so this was my fourth game this year. Um, I log them all. So I saw them beat the reds, beat the Mariners. And then I can't remember the other game oh we saw them beat the Dodgers the last time they were very nice so we did some really good games but to be honest you know uh it was like another caller said when Tatis hit that home run I mean it was a freaking moonshot and everybody was losing their mind and I looked at my dad and I was like dude like this has never happened like you know for for me like for me like the fans are really into this and it's eight to one and you know the inning kind of went on and I got to be honest with you, when Daniel came up and, you know, a couple of the fans around, like, they're excited, but they're like, man, like, uh, why is he batting? And I feel it. You know, Tingler is trying to save our pen. So, I understood it, but I felt good about him just making contact because, I don't know, you know, one at bat. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like he was going to put it in play. And my dad goes, we're going to need a freaking miracle, man. And <laughs> <laughs> the next bitch. sure enough, we got more than a miracle, dude. And, I mean –
3: Unreal. I'm gonna Unreal. I'm gonna tell you a secret. I'm gonna tell you a secret, Tyler. I had a little bit of a tirade in studio with Thomas here when he came up to bat Daniel Camarena because I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You're gonna pull you Darvish in the third inning for Jorge Mateo. And you're going to let Daniel Camarena bat with the bases loaded? Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I was, like, sitting down, I was, like, thinking about tweeting it, and then all of a sudden he hit that Grand Slam, and I'm glad I didn't (laughs) tweet it. And that, again, two nights in a row I've been uh, reminded as to why I am not the manager of the Padres. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of us have that feeling.
15: I don't blame you. You know, I tried. You know, I played baseball for about 10 years myself, and I was trying to, like, you know, tell myself that this is the right thing to do. Like, we don't have any more off days. um, So I get it. But I just wanted to add one more thing before you get to the next question. Go ahead. You know, my my dad's been a fan since, like, the inception of the franchise. And, uh, (laughs) okay, well, he's right here. But he's been a (laughs) Padre fan for a really long time. And he told me, he was like, you know, I haven't felt that type of crowd involvement, nor seen a comeback like that since 1998 when he was at a game that they came back and beat the Dodgers 7-0. And we all know what happened in 1998. Mm -hmm. We won't speak about it, but there's some good feelings around this ball club, man.
3: Appreciate the phone call, Tyler. Very, very good phone call. Please uh, keep us on your speed dial when you're heading home from games, and uh, we'll get back to you another day. This was a um, very good phone call. Thank you, Tyler. And I, I feel good for your dad because there are a lot of Padres fans that are in that same situation where they have been a diehard uh, they've been a diehard fan of this team for years and years and years, and have been through some pretty bad Padres seasons, but they've stuck with it, and I'm so happy that you and your dad got to go to the game tonight, got to see history, and also are getting to see history this season uh, with the Padres, getting, picking up their 52nd win on the season. So, thank you, Tyler, for the phone call. Very good phone call. Uh, let's go out to one more caller, and then we're going to hear from the hero of the game, Daniel Slamarena, I mean Camarena. Let's go to the next Longest holding person, Brandon. Brandon, hi.
9: Uh, hey Matt, how you doing today? Good.
3: What's up? How you doing?
9: I wanted to apologize. That was the first call that you took, and I had it on mute, and I didn't, I didn't <laughs> unmute it quick enough. Don't so, worry, don't so, worry.
3: I, I've done that before as well. So uh you're on now. We'll, we'll, were you at the game tonight?
9: No, I wasn't. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, I'd been looking at my phone just like last night, just seeing the, the score tick up, and I've got a seven-year-old that just uh, ended his first. Um, experience playing baseball and uh, he kind of got into the playoffs with me last year watching the Padres but wasn't quite sure what was going on but now he's like locked in and ready and when we were down 8-0 he wanted to turn the game on I was like buddy like you know we got to get ready for bed and stuff and he's like you know what? I, I just really want to watch a game so we turned it on and it was after Tatis and it was 8-2 and uh, when they loaded the bases up and, uh, and Carantini struck out I was like, yeah, buddy, I'm not really sure how this is going to work out. Like this guy that's coming, he's a, he's a relief pitcher. Like, he's like, what do you mean? He's like, he's only had one plate appearance in his in <laughs> his major league career. And he's like, what does that mean? I was like, he's only batted once. He's like, well, maybe, well, maybe he'll hit a grand slam. And I'm like, it could happen, man. Let's see. He's the first thing, a couple strikes. And then when he hit it out, the sheer joy that I saw on my seven year old face was just magic. Because we both were jumping up and down and screaming, and my wife comes in from the other room, and I was like, "This guy just hit a grand slam!" and it, it was just so much fun. That knowing that, of course, all the other cards had to fall in place for us to win the game was one thing, and got to give it to our relief pitchers for holding down the fort through for that whole, you know, nine extra—I mean, six, six extra innings.
13: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know,
9: I, it was just—it was just so much fun to experience it. And he had to go to bed before the end of the game, but the first question he's going to ask when he wakes up is. Did the Padres win, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so exciting. I'll just mention one more thing. Yeah. Get to, to other people, uh, Tatis when he hit the homer, his next plate appearance, I was like, "What if we had a you know another Tatis dual homer inning?" Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it didn't work out that way. Obviously, that he he got on base, but he stole a bag. And I was curious. Do you know anybody that could look up a player that's gotten a home run and a stolen base in the same inning?
3: That is a far out question. Um, I will try to look that up, but that's actually really good. Thomas is on it right now. He's going to try to figure that yeah, one out. It's so it's got to
9: be it's got to be pretty rare. Yeah,
3: yeah. that, that yeah. I didn't even think about that, but that is a, a great addition. Thank you, Brandon. I'm happy that your son was able yeah. to see the home run and or the grand slam and all that stuff. Uh, appreciate the phone call. Please uh, keep us in mind next time you uh, want to talk Padres with us post game. Um, we're gonna uh, look that up so to uh, take it off mute next time <laughs> okay thank you don't worry about it Brandon uh thank you for the phone call um uh, we're gonna go to real quick uh, i know that we have one more caller on the line if you want to join us eight three three two eight eight oh nine seven three but let's go to um blood marty blood Marty you are on the line what's up how are you feeling tonight
13: I am good how are you I'm doing amazing I'm doing
3: amazing what's on your mind
13: yeah, let me turn it off the speaker. Okay. Yeah. Great game. Wow. Um. So funny story. I was. I got off work at six o'clock. I was coming home, listening to the game. I by the time we get, I get home, we're down three to nothing. I come in. I'm going. Oh man, this is going to be the same thing as last night's game. Uh, I come in. I I listen to it for a little bit. Uh, we're down six to nothing. I said, oh man, I'm going to go take a shower. I go in and take a shower, come back out. It's fourth inning. Yeah. 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 So I'm getting dressed. we got bases loaded. Carantini up. I immediately grab my Slam Diego t-shirt on. I put it on. Carantini strikes out. And I'm like, oh wow. We had the relief pitcher. I've never heard of this guy. He's up. So I go in and eat dinner. Come back out twenty minutes later, I and I hear a, I hear a, a, a Jesse on the radio. Oh, seven to nine, grand slam. I'm like, wow, awesome. <laughs>
3: that is, <laughs> yeah. it is, and you can't even turn your, you can't turn uh, away from this team for any stretch of the, oh, I the game because <laughs> they could do anything at any time.
13: They do for sure, and they did tonight for sure. <laughs> they
3: did. Appreciate the phone call, uh, Blood Marty, and uh, Marty. Thomas hung up on you. That was not me. That was him. I'm blaming it on him, but... Uh, thank you so much for the phone call. Uh, we have a uh, tweet real quick I want to get to, and then we're going to go to Daniel Camarena's post-game interview. At Wallace, Nick 619 says, Great call, Brandon. I can't wait to share with my children in the morning. They asked the same question. Did the Padres win? And uh, I w- I look forward to hearing your story about telling them uh it, tomorrow. If if you can tweet me, Wally, that would be amazing. Also, uh, at Court is Short, Daniel Slamarena. I love it. Yes, that is a good nickname, and now he is going to be forever remembered as Daniel Slamarena. All right, uh, we are going to hear from Daniel Slamarena, Camarena right now, and there's a part of this interview that I think is pretty funny. He They asked him what was he thinking when he rounded the bases, and I believe it's part of this interview, but it's a pretty good answer, so we'll get to that, and then uh, we'll, we'll do some more stuff on the postgame show after that.
2: Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network.
10: Daniel, congratulations on a big night. First of all, how did that feel? I mean, in that moment, were you surprised to be hitting there? And what were you
13: thinking as you came to the plate?
16: Yeah, um, I mean, I still don't have a word for it. I'm still trying to find a word for my debut. And then this took it to a whole nother level. Um, But not just in that A-B, just trying to, I don't know. Put the put the ball in play in that situation, you know, especially against Max. Like, like that's that's hard to do. So I was just trying with everything that I had just to put a ball in play.
10: What was it like when you realized you got it?
16: Oh my god, I, I blacked out. I I hit first base, and then all of a sudden I noticed the lights were flashing in the stadium, and that's when it kind of hit. Like, oh my god, I just hit a home run. Like, I had a grand slam. So yeah, just I don't know. But I blacked out. Definitely around the I bases.
10: As a pitcher yourself, to get it off Scherzer, you know, like, is this a pitcher that you've admired growing up? And and what did you think of being able to do that off
13: of him?
16: Yeah, absolutely. He's such a competitor. So like, just to see him sixty feet, six inches away, you know, like face to face, I mean, that was that was something in itself, you know. But like I said, I think just there, I didn't put any expectations on myself. I just kind of was like, dude, just put the ball in play somehow. And I mean, what a what a cool result.
10: Hey, had a chance to talk to your family. To have them there, what did that mean to you?
16: Uh, everything. Family's everything to me. We've been so tight knit. I mean, my older brother, uh, we probably spent more time in the batting cage at home than we did like practicing pitching. So that was uh, I still haven't even gotten a chance to see him. So I can't wait to go give him a big hug and just, you know, just share this moment.
10: Appreciate it. Congratulations.
14: Thank you. Thanks, Marty.
10: Danielle, congratulations! And being a 28-year-old rookie and, and just the journey here—did you ever think that a moment like this was going to happen? I mean, are you? I can't imagine you envisioning a Grand Slam off Scherzer, but
16: yeah, no, definitely no, definitely no. The last like just couple of years, I've been just grinding, you know, just trying to keep my head afloat and keep my career going. So, for something like this to happen was just, just truly special. Um, I'm just, like I said, I'm still trying to find the word for it. <laughs>
10: you a little bit shocked when Jace told you you were going to bat with the bases loaded against Scherzer?
16: Um, I just thought at that point, like I was getting ready to eat up as many innings as possible, you know. So I knew, like, well, maybe I'll get an AB here, and just seeing the scenario kind of happening, I was like, well, I might get a chance to, like, you know, do something here. So I kind of, I kind of saw it coming up. I wasn't sure if they were going to let me hit or not. I was, and you know, I was happy to go up there and hit and compete and battle and get that result.
10: And when you were at the alternate site last year for the Padres, you saw this team hit a ton of grand slams and that phrase, you know, slam Diego. And now you've joined that group. So what does that mean? Do you have a t-shirt and what was it like getting that (laughs) swag chain from them?
16: Oh my God. It's a lot heavier than it looks. I'll say (laughs) that. It was just a surreal moment. Like I said, um, God, like two nights ago, I was on a bus going from Albuquerque back to El Paso and I flash forward and I'm facing Max Scherzer and, Then I'm, you know, getting a swag chain put on by Manny. Like, surreal moment.
10: Leslie, did you get the ball back?
16: Yeah, yeah, just got it back.
8: Very nice,
10: thank you. Troy Hirsch. Hey Daniel, congratulations on uh, the game. I- I'm wondering, as a pitcher, you probably don't have a bat or a batting helmet or gloves or anything. Did you have to borrow some gear? And if so, what did you have to borrow?
16: Yeah, those are the bat, the batting gloves. Uh, those are cake Kato's. So I got to give all the credit to K for that. Uh, I still haven't even gotten a chance to talk to him. But if he's out there, man, Gosuke, thank you.
10: <laughs> so did you bring that with you from, uh, from uh, El Paso then?
16: Yeah, I brought those with me. So I didn't have a bat at the beginning of the season, and Gosuke was right next to my locker, and you know, we have the same agent, and um, he's just so he's such a nice person. He's like, here, man, I, you know, have one of my bats. Here's some batting gloves. So he's a great guy.
5: And
10: obviously, you've played a lot of baseball, a lot of different levels. Ever been involved in a game like this in your life?
16: I mean, I've had some comeback wins, but I mean, the electricity in the crowd tonight, just I feel like they willed us back that inning, you know, and then to top it off right there, and Grish, you know, getting it done. That was that was awesome. That was one of the coolest games I've ever been a part of, for sure.
10: And will you remind Jace if he needs a pinch hitter in the future that, hey, you know, I've got a pretty good streak going here?
16: Oh, man, I don't i don't know, man. I will just I'm thankful that ball that, that ball went where it did. So I'll just I'll stay here in that moment. <laughs>
10: Congratulations. Thank you. Thank
16: you.
8: Daniel Guerrero. Uh, Daniel, when
10: you were rounding the bases, did you see where the ball landed or were you just kind of, uh, like you said, kind of blacked out and just was heading towards home?
16: Yeah, I, honestly, I blacked out. I knew I hit it to right field. I didn't see it, like, land or anything. And um that's what I said. Like, once I hit first base, you know, I saw the lights, like, kind of flashing in the stadium and obviously the place went nuts. So it was in that moment that I, I realized what happened.
3: Uh, and then... When you saw that you were going to step up or before you stepped up to bat against Scherzer, did you, like, ask anybody in the dugout for tips or check the scouting report or anything like that? Yeah,
16: (laughs) I talked to Flash. Flash kind of gave me the rundown of his stuff. And, you know, when it's, like, pitcher against pitcher, you kind of just get the bare minimum. So I I got the bare minimum. And, um, like I said, I just tried to go up there and compete. And, you know, like I said, try and put the ball in play.
3: That was uh, the hero of the game, Daniel Camarena, on the post-game interview with the media, and a couple things from that that I thought was hilarious. Number one, he said that the swag chain is much heavier than we all think it is, which it does look heavy, but I I guess I've never thought about how heavy it actually is. And the other thing is, think about this, he said he was on a bus from Albuquerque to El Paso, and then all of a sudden he's in a game with the bases loaded, hitting against future Hall of Famer Max Scherzer, and then he's hitting a Grand Slam, running the bases, and he's getting the swag chain put on his head by Manny Machado that is a story of a lifetime and uh that is an amazing story I'm going to be thinking about that for a long time just the different um th- that's just very that's just very baseball and and you are able to do something that no one has ever done before or at least haven't done since 1898 uh let me get that stat for you real quick and then we're going to go to break and uh we're going to uh, finish up some of the, the other things that we need to do on the post game show. That stat would be, according to Jesse Agler on Twitter, at Jesse Agler, the last pitcher to hit a grand slam for his first career hit, Bill Duggleby of the 1898 Phillies. And the other uh, tweet Jesse sent was uh, the last grand slam from a Padre pitcher was 1970, Mike Corkins. So if uh, you Padres fans out there remember Mike Corkins, you have been a fan for a very long time. All right. This is uh, the Padres post game show on 97.3 The fan. The Padres beat the Nationals nine to eight tonight. Mark Melanson gets the win. He's two and one on the season. Clay takes the loss for the Nationals, and it's all thanks to a Daniel Camarana Camer, arena, grand slam in the bottom of the fourth inning, and also a seven run fourth inning. And we we can't we can't uh, forget that Trent Christian walked it off in the bottom of the ninth. So. Good stuff tonight, and appreciate everybody who's called in. I know there's a few more people on the line. We're going to have to go to break right now, but I'm going to try to get to you, so stick around. Uh, up next, we're going to talk about what's happening around baseball, some of the other scores. We're going to check in on the National League West, and we'll do all that. So appreciate everybody being with me tonight. and appreciate Tom Sanders directing me through this chaos, and uh, we'll be back here in three minutes on 97.3 The Fan. This is Tony
5: Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres Post Game Show on 97.3 The Fan.
3: Thank you, Tony Gwynn Jr. This is Matt Scabby on the Padres Post Game Show. After a big-time Padres win over the Nationals, they split the series, and they win tonight 9-8 on the back of a Daniel Camarena Grand Slam in a seven-run bottom of the fourth inning. They have 52 wins on the season, but uh, that doesn't matter. unless the other teams in the National League West lost, so let's check in and see what they did. So let's check (sighs) in.
13: (laughs)
2: Time to check the scores around the big leagues with the out-of-town scoreboard. Brought to you by OG's, your headquarters for all games. With seven convenient locations in San Diego.
3: Well, the uh, Dodgers were in Miami to take on the Marlins earlier today, and they did win against the Marlins. It was a four-game series for them. The Dodgers uh, only took one of those games, so they uh, beat the Marlins 6-1. to Julio Urias has the most wins in baseball right now, and he moves to 11-3 and on the season with the win. So the uh, Dodgers uh, took care of business today. The A's were in Houston. They beat the Astros two to one. The Colorado Rockies beat up on the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, in Arizona nine to three. The Mariners and the Yankees. The Yankees actually got one hit tonight. They uh, lost four to nothing to the Mariners, and then there was uh, some sort of scuffle and dust up after the game. Not even during the game, but after the game between the two teams. So a little bit of. Uh, uh, flared tempers there in Seattle, but they did win four nothing. The Cleveland Indians beat the Royals seven to four. The Phillies beat the Cubs eight to nothing. Cubs are in a major major slide right now especially after they beat the Padres early in the year, five out of six games. But Cubs are two games below 500. they They're looking like sellers at the deadline at this point in time. But who knows? This is baseball, and this season's been crazy. So you never know if they're going to rattle off 10 in a row. The Twins beat the Tigers in Minnesota 5-3. The Brewers beat the Reds 5-3. Josh Hader picked up his 21st save on the season. The Blue Jays and Orioles were postponed due to rain. They're going to make it up on September 11th. And the uh, Pirates and the Mets were also postponed due to rain. And they're going to make that up on July 10th. So the Giants, uh, th- they were not playing tonight. So that is uh, not a game that we are able to give you the results of. But that is what happened around baseball tonight. So uh, I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show. I forget where I'm going with this, Thomas. I- I'm going to the home run tally. Thank you. Which Padre went
2: deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres home run tally. Brought to you by the Comas for on the Padres Radio Network.
4: Scherzer into his delivery. And a 2-2 to Fernando. Hit in the air to deep left field. Forget about it. An absolute no-doubter. Second deck to left. And Fernando Tatis Jr. with his league-leading 28th home run of the season. Padres are on the board here in the fourth inning. It's
5: 8-1. We told you if you're going to try to go in there, you better get it in there. Max did not get it in there enough. And he cooks a ball into the second deck in left field. Another laser, another homer for Fernando Tatis Jr., his 28th of the season.
4: Camarena waiting patiently in that left-handed batter's box. Now Scherzer comes set. The one-two pitch is hit in the air to
6: deep right field. Oh, no, you better believe it. It's going to go. A grand slam for Daniel Camarena in his second major league at bat off of Max Scherzer and it's 8-6
5: to six. get the swag chain out for Daniel Camarena I tell you what talk about getting the foot down fastball down and in a lefty sweet spot and the chain is spinning folks this is a ball game
3: That was a ball game, and the Padres, after those two home runs, they are now at 110 home runs on the season. They are tied for 11th with the Boston Red Sox for most home runs in Major League Baseball at 110. They trail the Yankees and the Reds by one home run, the Dodgers by two, Astros and Cubs by three, and then the rest of the the Braves up to the Blue Jays. 119 for the Braves, and then the Blue Jays lead all baseball at 128. So... That is our home run tally. We are in the stretch run of the show here. The post-game show on 97-3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scraby. The Padres beat the Nationals nine to eight. They split the series. They get ready for their final three games before the All-Star break when they take on the Rockies. So we're going to bring you the relief picture of the game when we get back. We're also going to tell you what's happening tomorrow with the Padres, and if we have any phone calls, we'll try to clear them all out. So appreciate everybody being along with us tonight uh, in a big-time Padres win, a his- historical Padres win, and we'll be back here on 97.3 The Fan in just three minutes.
13: Which pitcher
2: came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank, providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at sandiegofoodbank.org.
4: kicks and deals. The pitch is swung on and popped up. Right side of the infield. Hosmer coming in onto the grass. And to the right of the mound, he makes the two-handed catch. Emilio Pagan out of the bullpen, works a 1-2-3 eighth inning with a couple of strikeouts.
3: Emilio Pagan, a relief pitcher of the game, he uh, like you just heard uh, Jesse say, he went a 1-2-3 eighth inning. He struck out two batters for his appearance tonight. Uh, a special, uh, I guess, um, consolation shout-out to Craig Stammen for his 500th appearance on his career That is an incredible number. He went uh, an inning and uh, didn't give up any hits, runs, uh, or anything like that. So uh, right after Camarena, he gave up two runs. But we're going to let him slide because he got those runs back in his grand slam. But uh, Stammen, Pierce Johnson, Emilio Pagan, and Mark Melanson all did not give up any runs in the final innings of the game. The the, um, National scored eight runs through four innings. And then five through nine, they didn't score any runs. So that is how you win a game, and that is how the Padres did win the game. Now to tomorrow, the uh, Padres are going to be taking on the Rockies. The Rockies were just in Arizona, so they're going to head on, on over to San Diego, and we don't really know who is going to be pitching for the Padres. Uh, before the game, Jay Singler said that Blake Snell, after his uh, he had an illness a couple weeks ago that scratched him from the red start, They uh, Jay Singler said that he is not feeling well, or he's not up to – his strength is not back from being sick. And so, who knows? He could be going tomorrow, but uh, Jace Tingler made it sound like he's not going to be going tomorrow. But the Rockies are going to be sending out Kyle Freeland to take the mound for them. He is 1 and 2 on the season, 5.50 ERA, 29 strikeouts. And uh, there has been some great success from the Padres against Kyle Freeland in the past. Will Myers hitting over 300, Manny Machado hitting over 300, Tommy Pham hitting over 400. Hassan Kim, he's hitting 500, but he's only had two at bats. So tomorrow, Fernando Tatis Jr. is hitting 417 and 12 at bats. So that is going to happen tomorrow. The game starts at 7:10 p.m., and uh, they're going to be looking to close out the first half of the season in winning fashion. They won their 52nd game of the night to- or of the uh, season tonight and uh, they are cruising into the All-Star break with some pretty incredible wins and some pretty incredible performances. I know we didn't talk much about you, Darvish, but I'm not going to go down that road tonight because there's no reason to. He, his, his bad outing will be behind him, and uh, we're not going to have to talk about that again. So I wanted to make sure everything was really fun tonight. I appreciate Thomas Andrews, my guy for Helping me get through everything tonight. I appreciate all the callers. I appreciate all the tweeters. I appreciate uh, everything that we went through tonight together. And it was fun. And I hope we can do it again. I'm going to be on the post game again on Saturday. So, uh, brain soprano tomorrow night, Chris Elo on the pregame show tomorrow. I get the night off, uh, but I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss it because I've been doing this all week and it's been fun. But the Padres, they split with the nationals in the four game series. They will be playing the Washington nationals again and uh, on the other side of the all-star break, that's their first game back from the all-star break for the Padres. They will be in Washington to, for a three game set with them on their East coast trip. So that is it. Let's get the final totals real quick. And then we are going to be out of here. The Padres win the game on nine runs, 11 hits. They had two errors. They had a seven run bottom of the fourth inning, including Daniel slam arena's grand slam San Diego guy. Awesome stuff. The Washington Nationals had eight runs on 11 hits and no errors. Mark Melanson picks up the win, 2-1. Clay takes the loss, 0-2. Max Scherzer gives up seven runs today, which is incredible because he he does not give up seven runs ever. I mean, it's very rare to see him have a start like this. He went three and two-thirds. He gave up five hits, um, and he struck out seven, but he did give up that. Those two home runs. So Max Scherzer, I have a really hard time saying that, and I'm glad I don't have to say it for a while. Uh, also, we need to talk about real quick before we get out of here. Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, he went 20-20 before the All-Star break. And um, after stealing second to scary his 20th stolen base of the season, he accomplished a 20-20 start. All before the all star break, youngest player to do that in major league history at least 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases. He's the 15th player to do that, but the youngest. He is also the first shortstop ever to hit 28 homers before the break. So, we are watching history, everybody, and we are watching history with him every single night, every single night. All right, that's it for me. Again, thank you to Thomas Andrews. I appreciate everybody out there for participating in the post game show. Thank you to Adam Kluge, Karen Cerulli, Kevin Callahan for giving me this opportunity. Thank you to Jesse Agler and Tony Go Jr. for calling the game. Thank you to Dave Marcus for keeping us on the air the entire game. And uh, thank you to Daniel Slamarena because he is the man of the hour. That was awesome. We'll be back with you tomorrow on 97.3 The Fan, Ben and Woods, 6 to 9 a.m., Coach John Katera, noon to 3, and then us, Gwen and Chris, from 3 to 6 p.m. We're going to have Will Myers on the show tomorrow, so we're going to ask him about that. But uh, Everyone, have a great rest of your night. Be safe, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow on 97.3 The Fan.
2: Thanks for joining us for today's game. For all the latest news on the Friars, stay tuned to your home of the San Diego Padres. 97.3 the fan.
1: T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.